Spurs have their new coach, and it is Ange Postacoglu. All right across, it in, and scores! And Madison can drive, and Son is in! Welcome to the Oso oh Spurs podcast, where today we are going to be previewing our next fixture versus Luton away. Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, the club who, according to the mainstream media, should be sat 12th in the table, have been exposed by Man United, Liverpool and Arsenal, find themselves unbeaten with the opportunity to go top of the league if they can beat Luton next weekend. And today, to help us preview that game, we have Luton um, season ticket holder, Kevin. How are you? Yeah, all good, gents. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to chatting football. Good game for us uh, to look forward to. Looking forward to having you on and then discussing that with you. And Stu, of course, how are you, mate? All good, all good. Looking forward to hearing all about Luton. Kevin, can we start with you, actually? I know you've got a game tonight against Burnley because your last match was postponed. Um, we're going into this fixture with you with our, 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 our tails largely up after quite a fortuitous uh, game against Liverpool. But how are you guys feeling about the fixture against Spurs? And could you tell us a bit about who your main, you know, who your danger men are going to this fixture that we should probably keep an eye on as as Tottenham supporters? Yeah, sure. Um, the first part of that question, then probably feeling pretty good about it. Obviously, we come off the back of a draw against Wolves, a win against Everton, and you know we're recording this as you say ahead of the game against Burnley, which hopefully we win as well. And if we do. Pretty much a free hit for us against Tottenham. I think any promoted side doesn't really have their season sort of determined by how they do against the big six clubs. And so it's just really a sort of afternoon where we can just test ourselves and see if we can get anything against you guys. If we do, I would imagine the danger man's going to be Carlton Morris. It's probably boring because he is our top scorer and he was our top scorer last season. But he's a physical threat up front. He can really impose himself, but he can hold the ball up as well and bring others into play. So he's definitely the focal point of our side. So um, the the teams that have beaten us have kept him quiet. The teams that we've had success against haven't. So um, we're kind of hoping that he can occupy your centre-backs and uh, get us in the game. So expect a bit of a kind of traditional number nine performance, strong unit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he'll be right up there against your centre half. We'll play into him quite a lot. We we are, a, I mean, they call it a direct side, not in the terms of like Wimbledon were, but we are happy to pass the midfield out when we need to. So, uh, yeah, he's the one that all you Spurs fans need to uh, look out for. Okay, well, uh, that'll be the tip to the fantasy teams. Put him in your team if you're looking for a Luton player to add this weekend. Um, and also, just Stu, I wanted to ask you next uh, what you're about to say. But just before we progress, there's also uh, just one. There's a giveaway going on at the moment where we, for celebrating a thousand subscribers on YouTube, are giving away a signed official Spurs official uh, top of your choice with the parent number on the back. This is the last chance to be a part of that. You just need to make sure you've followed our Facebook page if you're one of our subscribers on here as well, or our Instagram page, and we'll pick a winner before the next pod on the weekend. But Stu. Sorry, I, I saw you were about to say something there. Before yeah, I was just going to ask you a little bit about, more about the style of play that you're expecting to, to set up versus us. I, I saw, having looked at it, one of the formations, you get to a 4 3 two, one, um, was the way they said you normally set up. But I was wondering if, if that's accurate, if you're mainly down the middle, if it's more of a long ball, how are you expecting to, to play? Yeah, okay, so it's not a 4 2 three, one or 4 three, two, one, when It is three, five. Two, which can become a three-four-three when we're attacking, and can slot into a five-four-one when we need to defending. But that's more generally on uh, away from home. We do generally like to take the game two sides at home, regardless of who it is. And I don't see that changing. It's kind of a thing that Luton fans will demand of the team that whoever we're playing, we go after the opposition. And if it means that we get 
beaten, we get beaten, but that's the way we want to be beaten sort of thing. Style of football, we will concentrate down our left-hand side. You'll see an awful lot of attacking down our left-hand side, your right-back side of the pitch. I think I'm right in saying that Alfie Doughty, our left wing-back, creates more chances in the Premier League per 90 minutes than anyone else so far this season. So he is the one guy, and he'll be on set pieces throughout the game. So um, most of the attacks go down that side. We also have Chio Ogbeni, who's a new sign-in this summer, who I believe I've seen on social media as the fastest player in the Premier League. That's why that left-hand side works so well for us. So um, most of our play will come down that side, and then the focal point will be Morris. Get the ball into him. Interesting. So we've got a bit of a battle going on to watch then, because just for your context, uh, our left wing back, Udogi, has been sensational this season as well. So we're watching out for yours. Um, it's going to be a really interesting matchup then. And it's delighted, I'm delighted to hear actually that you have just gone for that approach of all out attack because um, we'll do the same. So I'm sure it's going to be a really, really good game. But in terms of your weaknesses, though, Kevin, where do you think if you were Spurs manager, where would you be targeting Luton? <laughs> Uh, the places to target Luton are in between our centre-backs and our full-backs. We have not got much pace at centre-half. We've got three. Two of two of the centre-halves are what you'd call old-school centre-halves. Certainly the captain, Tom Lockyer, the middle one of the three. He's literally old-school. He'll head anything that comes into the box, but he isn't really quick. And then the two side ones are kind of there more for their ability on the ball than necessarily their defensive skills. So if you can get in sort of what's what they would call the channels, um, that would be dangerous. Brennan Johnson played against us a couple of seasons ago when he was at Forest. And we managed mm. to contain him at our place, but at their place he kind of ran riot a little bit. So that would be one option. And then, of course, you know, obviously you've got world-class players like Madison and Son up against players who ultimately, as much as I love them to bits, were in the championship last season. So you do kind of, as a Luton fan, you do just kind of hope that those particular players have an off day. Interesting, because that, that's kind of music to my ears, Stuart, and about you, because we like to play through the centre. We yeah. frustratingly so against Liverpool. But did did you um, do you expect any changes to the lineup? I know Kevin mentioned Johnson there. Do you expect him to come straight into the team if he's fit? Yeah, I, I, I doubt it. Um, I just think that if his hammy is you know still playing up, I mean, he wasn't even on the bench, was he, um, at the weekend? No. So, you know, I, I think if he is past fit, likely to be seen on the bench um, and then we'll have to hope that he's fit enough to come on the last 30 minutes hopefully um, and have a run out and expose hopefully a, a tired Luton defence at the, the no, last no, 30 keep, minutes keep him on the bench absolutely fine there's enough, <laughs> there's enough of the others to worry about without him as well See, I'm enjoying speaking to you about this, Kevin, because um, you have seen him probably play more than us, um, as has the Sheffield United family previewed our pod of last time. And it was really interesting to get insight that they, you've both said he ran right against both of you um, in the championship. So I'm hoping he replicates that in the Premier League. Um, he, we, we're really excited to see him play, but just, his injuries have unfortunately gotten in the, in the way. Um, Stu, do you, do you expect Richarlison to start on the, on the left as well again, or do you think we're going to mix think up with Solomon? Yeah, it all depends, I think, on Son. Because um, he went off, I mean, before the game, and said both him and Madison had picked up knocks. Um, and Son going off when we needed a goal, I just took to assume that he was still suffering from his injury. Mm. Um, so if he's not fit to start, I would expect Richie to start down the middle and Solomon on the left. Um, mm. You know, obviously, God forbid, it, Son is you know able to play. Um, but I, I think that's probably the most likely. And then we'll have Valise on the bench as a battering ram if we, we need someone to, to score a goal at the end. 
Mm. I, I'm wondering if Ange might do a little bit of rotation into this game actually and try out resting a couple of players and bringing them on with the. Uh, that might be a bit arrogant though, judging by the way um, I've, uh, Luton have started this season looking really, really strong. Um, Kevin, who do you, like, sorry, I'll ask you a question. Who do you think then would be rested considering we do have so many injuries? I wouldn't be surprised if we started with Rich Allison as number nine. And in, in, in that proper role and put Solomon on the left and gave Sonny a little rest from the bench and brought him on in the second half. Now that's only if he's still saying I've got a bit of tightness in my hamstring, just because we've got, we have got some huge games coming up. Um, I think that would be a, a mistake to do if Son is 90% fit, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did happen at the same time. So, yeah, but it also wouldn't shock me to see Johnson just lumped into it if, if Ange feels he's fit. I feel like our wide players are a bit of a weakness of ours at the moment in terms of having not really much of a goal threat. You'll probably find this, Kevin. They, they're very, Kulisevsky's great at beating his man. Um, he's not very quick, but he's, he's very good at, with his technique. He's a bit one footed, but he doesn't score many goals. It's not his game. Um, and so we've often found a bit of a struggle as well on the left to find someone who's going to consistently knock in goals. Solomon's just a bit of a kind of all-round winger. He seems to be, he's, he's capable squad option, but he's not going to tear your defence apart. Um, and the same with Richarlison, really. It's not his first choice position. So I wouldn't be surprised if we, we mixed it up and just threw Johnson in. You can see why we threw 60 million quid at him. Um, yeah, so it, it will be interesting to watch. Um, what are you thinking, Kevin, score prediction-wise then, as, as, as a fan? <laughs> it's a tough one, really, um, as a Luton fan. I mean, you know, you kind of you want your team to win, obviously, and I'll be going there on Saturday, you know, shouting and hollering and hoping that we do win <laughs> and things. But ultimately, I think we've got to have an air of realism. As I said earlier, our season's not dictated by how we do against Tottenham. So I don't like the term free hit because it is still a Premier League game, but there's more on tonight's game against Burnley than there is on Saturday, for example. Yeah. Um, so from that point of view, we can just have a go. Obviously, the TV cameras are there because they think that Luton might get something or do something against Tottenham. I think both teams will score in the game. But, I mean, I watched that Tottenham-Burnley game earlier in the season and it looked pretty damn good then. And if you think Burnley were better than us last season, uh, that's kind of worrying. So somewhere along the lines of maybe... Two each. That's about as good as I can get from Luton. <laughs> All right, two each. Stu, what about you? Um, I think, I mean, we've scored minimum of two goals every single game we've played this season. Um, I think we'll score three. Um, and I think our defence is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, our weakness has been penalties and own goals. Um, so I'm going to go for three nil. Confident three nil. Oh, that is brave. I, I'm going to... Go on. I was going to say, I'm just hoping as well the Luton's got to play today, so they're going to be more tired coming the weekend. And I'm hoping, you know, obviously they'll they'll have to be giving all their all to, to get points versus a relegation candidate. So um, Yeah, I agree. I think that is such an advantage for Spurs and disadvantage for, for Luton to have to play in midweek. So... Um, I would lean on a Tottenham win, but nowhere near as confident as you in terms of 3-0. I think if we had a fully fit Johnson and a fully fit Son and a fully fit Madison, I'd go for a 3-1. For a but I'm going to go more on a... I'm going to go for 
uh, 2-1 to Spurs. But I think Luton will give us a good game, particularly in the first half. But I just think that midweek fixture will just be, unfortunately for them, not their fault, but just be what just means they can't quite keep the, the, the press and the momentum going for the full 90 minutes um, against us. But I think it will be a good game and another one, like Sheffield United, that we roll in and most of our fans expect to win and we're given a big scare um, up until the second half. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, one other thing I just wanted to do a quick shout-out for was our under-21s who are romping through the the uh, under twenty, uh, the Premier League Two division at the moment with another smashing of Chelsea. Um, so, Jamie Donnelly is just on fire at the moment Stu I don't know if you you watched yeah. the game and if you think he should be given a chance into our um, first team for the second half I, of the season or if we should put Matt on loan yeah I saw the goals uh, that first one of his where he saw the keepers off the line and just smacked it from the from the wing what 30-40 yards um, just showed he really plays with his head up um, I've seen all the, the kind of the highlights of all our games this season and he just seems to be everywhere across the front three um, pulling all the strings. Um, if he's not scoring, he's giving assists. Um, I, I think it might be a bit too early to to give him a chance in the first team. It all depends on Lucelso because I mean Lucelso was supposed to be Madison's backup, um, and the only reason that Donnelly was on the bench was because Lucelso is always is injured. Um, so I think if Lucelso is out, he might get a chance. But I think it's probably best to to send him out on loan, play men's football, and then see how he is next year. Yeah, I think I have to agree. It's always tempting to want to see them being thrown in, but it's probably better for him to be out on loan um, right now and come back next year as a part of the of the first team. We had two quick questions on YouTube, actually, just to go through. Um, one was, do we give Sonny a rest, but keep him on the bench just in case and play Valise uh, against their two huge centre-backs? So you have two huge centre-backs, Kevin. <laughs> um, if you were, in terms of the type of strikers they struggle more against, is it more your kind of intricate, uh, technical forwards or is it better we lump up a big striker against them who would you would you rather Spurs put Richarlison or Sun up against you <laughs> yeah no there's no disrespect to Richarlison but yeah give us Richarlison every day of the week <laughs> while I understand yeah. he can still move the movement of Son will really cause us problems if you look at the team that have caused us most trouble this season Brighton and Chelsea Brighton move all over the place we couldn't handle them and Raheem Sterling we just couldn't get close to him even when we thought we had him, he popped up somewhere else. And that's the kind of thing that Sonny does as well, isn't it? So, yeah, if he's got a hamstring problem, uh, rest him until the next game. That'd be uh, absolutely good for us. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll take Richarlison. Not saying it'll be an easy game against Richarlison, but I think our centre-arse will much more appreciate going up against a physical man than uh, than a tricky, skillful one. OK, interesting. So I retract my previous statement. Play Sonny, even if he's got one hamstring. Um, the next question, Stu, and final one on on YouTube was, um, should Basuma get a deliberate booking so that he is going to miss the Fulham home game but be available for Palace and Chelsea? Um, yeah. First, first of all, going back to the first question, um, I think if Sun's fit to play, we play him. Um, I think we've learned from the past. We've made enough mistakes of playing a weakened team um, and it never works. So I don't think we need to disrespect Luton. Uh, I think we need to go out there and we can bring him off if, if the game's in hand. Um, as for Basuma, um, yeah, it's a tough one. We, we we need him for the game after Palace, don't we? Um, so we either do. this one, any of the next, this this one or the next, he can pick up the yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's got to be back for that one. That, that's a must. 
I think if Jose was our manager, he would definitely be picking up a suspicious yellow card against Luton. Um, well, if, I sure Ange, Ange, if I was Ange, I would ask him to pick a yellow card up. We've played Fulham away already, and I have to say, as a goal threat, there was absolutely nothing from them. So uh, Really? I would be very confident Spurs win that game with or without Basum. But that's it, really. I think it's just a quick preview pod. Um, again, shout out to Kevin, part of the um, Luton Town Supporters Trust. Uh, you'll mind what your Twitter handle is again, Kevin. You're At Luton Town ST. At Luton Town ST. I doubt we have many Luton Town fans listening. We mainly Spurs. But if you do fancy um, listening to a nice, popular podcast that's not um, going to be, you know, too confrontational, it's, it's just great football chat, uh, definitely check theirs out. So, yeah, um, we always finish with an up the Spurs, Kevin, unfortunately, which you probably won't want to shout being part of. But... <laughs> I'll leave that to you guys, I'm afraid. <laughs> up the Spurs. Yeah, Spurs. Spurs have their new coach, and it is Ange Postacoglu. Oh, right across, deflected in, and Salah scores! And Madison can drive, and so-